I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Uh, really excited to have uh, A. Lee Judge on the line today, and we're going to get this backstory behind the A. That's what he is on all social media. Um, and, and he is, and Lee is a digital marketing strategist. So all the businesses out there, we're talking about, we know we need marketing. We know we need social media. We know we need content in different mediums. Well, Lee's going to also talk to us about the strategy around this content and why it's so important. Lee is the co-content monster. Uh, Lee, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thanks, to be, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So, Lee, um, love having uh, you on the show, love having guys that are experts in digital marketing. Why? Because the audience gets these free tips. So, come on, you can't beat that, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so let's let's just um, I know I mean I, I looked at your 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 resume I looked at all the things you do on LinkedIn I mean you got you got quite a, a backlog of um, of interesting things but let's start let's go back a little bit further in time because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening and, and how did you get started in business let's start there well I'm, I'm from a family of entrepreneurs my father was a serial entrepreneur um, and there was a time when I remember looking at the mantle and everybody, me and all my sisters, my mom and my dad all had business cards lined up. So we were, oh, we were a business family. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I first, my first business was in high school. I was a DJ and I wasn't just a DJ. By the time I was like a sophomore in college, I had three DJ sets and a crew and employees. And, you know, whenever I did a business, I went all out. Um, and so I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. And I've always been a very creative person. Uh, I guess it's them from being in the, in the music industry. Uh, when I moved to Atlanta, basically, I, I brought that industry with me in music production and video production. Um, but I also ended up um, in in marketing career at the same time. And so uh, I promised my mom that I would always be an artist, but I'd never be a starving artist. So I uh, kept my, my day jobs, my white-collar jobs, so to speak, and developed quite a bit of a marketing career at the same time as being a DJ and developing a DJ company and production company. Um, but the long story short is all that creative thing, all the creative things I did at night, um, when the creative meshed with the business of marketing, then ended up doing what was then called digital marketing. So um, the DJ work was creating a brand, which became known as creating a personal brand. And even then I was doing, you know, email marketing. Um, I was doing digital marketing then before it was called digital marketing. So, mm. you know, all those things from database management, things that you wouldn't necessarily think a, a, a creative entrepreneur would be doing, um, I was. I took a different angle at it. Um, you know, I was sending out email blasts when I could get a 95% open rate, you know, back, back, way back then, obviously. Wow. I feel like yeah, half but, the people that are in the digital marketing that are listening to this right now, like their earbuds just fell out or they're like, <laughs> their earbuds <laughs> just fell What? 95, this guy's full of it. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's there was, crazy. There was I can't even imagine a 95% open rate on an email. Oh my gosh. It was once upon a time, and, you know, we're talking about, I think my database was probably, it was small, maybe around 10,000, but still, it got open, but... Um, oh, my God. You know, that so kind of got now that about, for that open rate, for that many eyeballs, how many, how big would your list have to be right now, like 40,000? Jeez, it'd have to be tremendous, you know, but... Like, just to get the 10,000 kind of, people to watch it. 
Oh yeah, you're talking about three hundred thousand probably. Oh my god. Um, Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> so that that whole thing got me really, I guess, interested in the whole the the tactics and the the digital side of getting attention. Um, so while I was focused on you know, the DJ aspect of um, you know promoting that personality as a DJ to get DJ gigs and production work and and tours, I was touring internationally at the time, but that kind of got me into the technical side of the numbers of getting attention and email opens and how do you promote something? How do you get people to be interested in you? Um, and, you know, I was building databases at the same time to track all these things. So it was kind of an odd parallel how the, the creative person and the, the, the number nerd kind of got together. Um, and I would have never imagined those two worlds would have collided, but when they did, there out comes this title of digital marketer, um, which is where I am now. And um, so, you know, from from one standpoint, I, I am a uh, digital marketer for a, a large technology company, uh, but also I'm co-founder of content of my my own company. So um, that's that's where we are. That's a long story short. I know it's kind of around the bush, but uh, it's strange no, that's, how those that's great. No, I think together. you. Uh, I think um, some of our back episodes. I'm telling you, I, I, one thing I love about being in. Um, also in LA and just other working with creative people is um, you like a lot of people start in different backgrounds and you don't and it's kind of cool to see people transition and to add to their skill sets it's like wait a minute DJ that's a content month like like a, a expert in digital marketing that is legit that's been doing it for a long time that understands the back ends like that's pretty phenomenal um, what would you say to someone that's out there, because this is a this is a theme that happens pretty often. Like, what would you say to somebody that's out there? I love the fact that you said you're, you know, you'll to not to be an artist, but to not be a starving artist, and to still have cash flow coming in. Um, what would you say to somebody out there that thinks you can't do both? Uh, well, you know, that's that's a tough question because. I might have been a much bigger artist if I was willing to take those risks back mm-hmm. then to be a starving artist. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily tell an artist not to starve because mm-hmm. sometimes the, the you know the, the bigger risk is a bigger reward. Um, that just wasn't in it for me. Um, luckily, I was able to. Uh, well, I won't say luckily. I'll just say my personal path was one mm-hmm. such that um, I was able to get business success alongside the creative success and uh, and stay more than comfortable by doing that. And there were times when I probably should have let go of the comfort a bit and took a little bit more risk. But um, looking back on my musical career, um, I still did better than most. You know, touring internationally, I've been in cities that I don't speak the language and seen billboards of myself. So I didn't do too bad in that front, but um, I, I still That's played great. it safe. So. Yeah, so I would like tell anybody like not it. to take a risk. Yeah. No, I, I like it number one. Number two, I like I like the honesty, like just in terms of what what it looks like. 'Cause I get 'cause I get both answers by the way to the question. Some people are yeah. like no risk at all. Some people are like um all risk on and to me you're 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 kind of in the middle, middle ground in terms of yeah. risk. Because um, you're still taking risk. And I know you. And I know you've made tons of personal sacrifices to be able to juggle both because um, yeah. you're going. I get it. You're you're all in on both. So you're not half in either of them. So that means you're making some personal sacrifices to pull off what you're yeah. doing. I get. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's very keen of you to see that because that, that's very true. I mean, 
I, I worked my tail off to try to balance those two things. Um, I mean, there were times when I would literally pull a su- Superman while I would leave the nine to five in a suit, jump in my truck, change into a, you know, a DJ suitable outfit and head straight to a club or to a plane or something. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've literally left the office on Thursday, been to other countries, done a couple of gigs and back in office on Monday. Nobody even knew I was a DJ. So that uh, is yeah, was great. that is Superman mode. <laughs> I love it. I didn't know at first the reference and I'm like, wait a minute, you are Superman. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. you were going to give me something about like, I worked from 3 a.m. to blah, 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 and I stood up two days straight. You're like, no, like actual Superman. Like I had to change. Yeah, like, so I had to come like, back. Sticky heads, change clothes. You Clark Kent. identity. <laughs> yeah, because I would say, oh, yeah, I was in Germany this weekend. I'm like, how were you in Germany this weekend? I'm like, well, I left work Thursday, did a show Friday and Saturday, and flew back Sunday. So, yeah, that that happened. But, uh, yeah, I guess I was pretty middle of the road. I mean, the sacrifice was, was working and sleeping a bit less. But um, mm-hmm. I was able to enjoy pretty good success on both sides. And so now the DJ part's pretty much behind me, but the creative outlet mm-hmm. is f- funneled into the business part of being creative. It's a creative company, so mm-hmm. uh, the creativity still gets to flow. I think that's a perfect transition. Let's Let's talk more about Content Monster. What are you doing? How do you help your clients? Okay, so Content Monster was born out of me working with working in companies with very lean marketing departments, um, and always having to outsource certain things. And primarily, it was it was creation of things. So the internal companies marketing departments can plan and strategize some to some extent, but when it comes to today's current mode of getting attention and inbound marketing. You have to create something, and whether it be creating podcasts or creating videos, even massive amount of blogs takes a lot of creativity, and for those companies who have gotten as far as, okay, well, we can write in-house, but, you know, we're going to bring cameras in-house too. That's a skill set we don't have. Where do we go with that? Um, So, you know, it's been a long tradition to outsource stuff like video and and now, I guess, podcasts, Mm -hmm. but... Even with blog content, you can't just write stuff and put it up. There has to be a strategy behind it. And so when I realized that my background in media production um, could serve a true purpose for marketing departments, then Content Monster was born to create that content for companies and put the strategy behind it to make sure that you're not just creating stuff and throwing it out there and seeing what happens. You're actually creating it with a plan in mind and you're creating it with the plan to uh, repurpose, chop, you know, slice however you can to get that content to have the longest amount of ROI um, and turn into some real business. No, I love it. And let's, let's continue to, um, let's just get at least another layer deeper on what strategy around content means, because some of the people listening to this and you're, you're high level. So you have a lot of background people that listen to this. They're going to take your advice um, because you're not just somebody out here who took a course online, nothing that's bad, but who's newer in the business. Like you've seen transitions. You've been around that space long enough to where it wasn't called digital marketing. Right. So that being yeah. said, what, let's let's build that concept a little bit more about what even the strategy around con- proper content means. 
Okay. Well, I'll give you two examples, and it'll be kind of on both ends of the spectrum. Um, from a traditional standpoint, let's look at blogs. That's something that people think they know what to do with. They create a blog and put it on their website, and then when they take their first hack at strategizing, they just increase the volume. But, you know, with, with written content, there's tons of science behind the SEO, the timing, the titles, the content, you know, where you place it, how you place it, how you repurpose it. Um, when we create a blog article, um, we put quite a bit of time into the title, time into the SEO, time into where the SEO and the keywords appear in the article, um, where we put it. You know, we may put the article in 10 different places, but not just distribute it, but repurpose it in each one of them. They may look different in each place. There's a real science behind even the written word on how to maximize it, and writing it once and putting it up doesn't really work anymore. It has to be put up in the right way in the right place. And then on the other end of the spectrum is video. And video is one of our favorite places to, to work in terms of content because from video we can derive pretty much every other type of content. Um, so, you know, once we capture, say, you know, for example, we always tell people that you can't ask your CEO to write a white paper for you. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but you might can say, hey, can we get, you know, 30 minutes or 10 minutes of your time to just sit in a chair and talk to us? And that you can do. You can schedule on this calendar maybe and get that time to talk to him or, or some other thought leader who, who is an expert in the field. Just talk to them. From that video, you can get, you know, a full blog article, possibly a white paper. Uh, if you get a 10 minutes of good video, you can get 10 one-minute videos out of that. Um, you know, repurpose it, caption it. You know, I have a video actually um, that I have on LinkedIn and YouTube that I say how to make a 1,000 pieces of content in a few hours, and that's how you do it. You know, you get good interviews that you can chop up and repurpose. Um, and so that's the strategy part is not just capturing content, but what do you do with it to, to make it stretch, uh, make it evergreen, make it turn into business. And also where what I think, um, well, obviously you're spot on on all of this, um, so I'm not going to add to that. One thing I would ask you to, to elaborate a little bit more on would be um, when you say places, because I understand what you mean by that, but um, okay. can you comment on the, the why things should be native and what you mean by places and platforms, because I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make, um, and, uh, and yeah. I'll let you explain it first, and you can just take it from there. Why it's a mistake, please. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's key for any company or individual to know where their, their star platform is, um, because you can't you know, people have gone back and forth between, well, can you cover every base? Can you cover all the bases? Or you just focus on one? Uh, and let's let's just put out there, bases or places like your own website, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, any, you know, any media hosting place. Uh, you know, right now, direct to your audience is a way to go. So that's why we're talking mainly social, but I avoid using the word social in many cases because it's not just social. It's just how we communicate these days. Um, it's it's digital media as opposed to traditional radio and television. Um, you don't need radio and television uh, as much or if at all now because you can go directly to your to your consumer. Um, and in terms of you know the placement of those things, let's say you decide that your your champion location is is your website. You have traffic going there already. That's where you want to put your blog. 
Well, you have the blog there, but don't stop there. You can make a video out of that blog to cover YouTube. You can uh, make a shorter video of that to cover LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, make a preview of the same article and put it on Medium, put it on LinkedIn. So that's what I mean by covering as many bases as possible mm -hmm. because your audience, every person has their own favorite channel. And if you have someone who's a, a grade-A potential customer who's addicted to Twitter, you want to make sure that they get a chance to see what you're doing, even though your main platform could be your website or could be LinkedIn. So you've got to consider that your audience um, will receive you wherever they choose to be. You can't just say, well, there's only one thing nowadays. It's called television, and everybody's there. That mm -hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Um, people have their own personal channels, and you have to hit them there in some form, format or, or fashion. I love it, and it, it's so true. And uh, and it all comes back to the psychology or the psychology behind it. It's like some people prefer a you know for example, so books. So I, I my my star platform is definitely LinkedIn. Why? Because I'm a suit and tie guy. I uh, like I'm no offense, but. I'm not sexy. I'm on Instagram. I'm not going to kill it. Like as of this point, like no offense, but books aren't yeah. the sexiest thing. I know that. Well, and, and to me, they are, by the way, so I'll throw that out mm -hmm. there. But I mean, like yeah. to, to the rest of the world who like, um, you know, who thinks that obviously it, that's probably a better place to sell swimwear than, than, than a book. Um, just throwing it out there. Um, doesn't matter what my preference is of if that's the audience or where I think I have to be real on where I'm an all-star. Okay. So I got, I have my, my suit and tie crowd on LinkedIn. I'm okay with it. And podcasts work for me. Why? Because I can't like, for, like, for example, speaking to you, getting content, learning from you, understanding what you do, helping to kind of get the word out more about content monster to my audience. Cause I see what you're doing and I like what you're doing guess what? It's probably going to be real hard to like, if I was to say, Hey, do you want to write a guest blog post for my, for you maybe because you're in the business, but how about now? One of my last interviews was like, uh, see, uh, see, uh, chief's cloud, um, strategy officer for like Deloitte. I, I know offense. He probably doesn't have time to, to write another like piece for my, for my website or and or blog, um, just not going to yeah. happen. But he'll take out, like you were saying, he'll take out 15 to 20 minutes to do a podcast interview with me, and then I get the good content. He gets to give his message. The listeners benefit. It's like win-win on all different levels. So And it, and it yeah. feels natural. It's organic. It's a good experience for everybody involved. Um, so that's, and I'm just elaborating because for the people out there listening, you got to really think about like, you know, how you want to be perceived, what's within your bandwidth, um, what you can do well, and maybe focus on what you can do well and just and get really good at that. Um, and then keep expanding and repurposing as, as you were mentioning, but to not like just go off on something else on some other tangent and get away from your strategy because you read an article that says Instagram is the, the, you know, the next thing best or whatever, sliced bread, how, whatever cliche we want to use insert there. I sell books. <laughs> well, yeah. And you have I'm to working really real hard on making that sexy by doing book release parties and all these videos and stuff. And I'm working on it, but um, still, am I ever going to be bigger than the, uh, than the, um, let's say the uh, makeup, you know, the girl that sells makeup? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, happening. Know, that, that's the right way to think about it because you have to consider 
what medium works best for what you do. Um, you know, books are not a visual medium in terms of like yeah. Instagram. I mean, you can't visualize that. It won't be sexy. Yeah. But at the same time, that swimsuit model won't get much traction on LinkedIn because it's not the place yep. for it, you know, yep. unless she's an incredible writer or marketer. But you have to, you know, work to the medium that works best for you. And and even then, I mean, part of what we what my company does is we have to figure out how to stretch things sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you come to us and say, hey, Lee, you know, all the things you just said, I'm, you know, I'm an author, I do books, LinkedIn works for me, but I got to figure out how to crack Instagram. Well, that's what we do. We try to figure out that that puzzle like how do we get this guy to work on instagram and and we can do that but we would also tell somebody you know let's figure out first what is your 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 primary format you need to be in so you got it mm-hmm. right yeah you're absolutely right. love it no I, I i love everything you said you're correct and i and and yep 100 percent. i i have, I have nothing to add to that and i knew i wouldn't because it's good lee I'm, I'm in uh how, how do people uh reach you so somebody's listening to this, they're like, man, I understand what Lee's saying. I get it. I, I need to follow up with them and get some help for my business. What's your website? How do people contact you? And, oh, wait a minute. Before that, what's the A, the A Lee? I forgot about the A Lee. <laughs> the what's, A What's is, the story behind the A? I need the story. <laughs> so the A is, is actually, the A was there because, so my, my first name is actually Alexander. But the mm. reason I began to use the A, because I've been known as Lee all my life. I mean, I'm. I'm one of three of my family's name, and so um, my dad was Alexander. I became Lee. But the reason why I began using it in social was because, you know, as a marketer, I'm thinking about, you know, personal brand. I'm thinking about SEO. And I said, okay, how can I rank for Lee Judge when there is a political cartoonist that's been around for 50-some years doing political cartoons? Mm. I could never outrank him. So I said, okay, well, I'm a marketer. I can figure this out. So I said, well, A, it's the first letter of the alphabet, first of all. Uh, second of all, if I push everything towards A. Lee Judge, and eventually when you type in A. Lee Judge, you will find me. So as of now, if you Google A. Lee Judge, you will find mostly me on the first page. So Dang, I wish I would have thought of that. I would be I would be <laughs> A. Israel Torres. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> – Nobody's gonna be that one. I love it, man. Because there's a couple yeah. Adam Torreses out there. I'm never gonna outrank, but I didn't think of it. That's because I haven't been in marketing for yeah. 20 years or X amount of years like you. <laughs> yeah, so even, so, even my name is a marketing move. Man, that that's that skills. I love it. Um, so so getting back to the question before I went off on a side <laughs> tangent. Um, what? So how do people reach out to you? What's the website? Give us all that good stuff, please. Yeah, so so to find me personally, the best way, my favorite hangout is LinkedIn. So you can find me, A. Lee Judge, on LinkedIn. Um, the company website is contentmonsta, M-O-N-S-T-A, dot com. Um, so to learn more about what we do, about how we create content for, uh, you know, for individuals, for businesses, celebrities, B2B, B2C, uh, find us on contentmonsta.com. You can see some of our work. But uh, to find me, yeah, just catch me uh, on LinkedIn. Be sure to to, to just put in A. Lee Judge, and you're going to find him everywhere. It's all good. Google him. <laughs> that's, that's true, yeah. That's true. You find that's my awesome. Well, hey, Lee, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, and giving your tips to the audience and also to me and everybody concerned. I mean, yeah, great stuff, great, um, great success tips. 
to the audience. Uh, appreciate you tuning in and listening. Uh, don't forget um, Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to see those unsexy book covers and some videos. <laughs> I put it out there, Lee. We got some. We got some videos out there. I'm trying to make books sexy. Uh, <laughs> um, it's all, it's also, all about it's all about value, not so much sexy. Value is what's what's king, right? There you go. I love it. Um, and to apply to be in one of my upcoming books, just go to moneymatterstoptips.com and click on Become an Author. Uh, Lee, thank you again for your time. Have a great day.